It's time to become a member of Playvolution HQ and Exploration's Early Learning. There's a free option and three paid patron-level options. All come with free stuff and ongoing automatic training and merch discounts. For as little as a dollar a month, you can become a patron. That supports our work and you get premium stuff like early access to fresh podcast episodes. Go to explorationsearlylearning.com slash membership or click the link in this episode's description to learn more. All the cool listeners are doing it. On with the show. Here by our real podcast, Jeff Johnson here, Brett Schneider, Brady Spaghetti over there. Back the, the whole here, the, what's the, what's going on? The whole goal here is that uh, we're going to have Brett on once in a while to uh, kind of keep me informed what's going on in the world. But also, I think it's a way to bring the generations together. We've got a wide range of uh, listeners here, kind of a multi generational family of podcast listeners, and it's a way to to look for commonalities, connections. And, and open doorways to uh, different generations, I think, is what we're up to. Uh, Brett has got a, a, a topic for us. I have no idea what it is. Uh, how you doing, Brett? I'm good. I'm good. How are you? Great. Thought I maybe should let you talk in the podcast. Before mm-hmm. we jump into it, I got a, a couple things that a couple things that have been in the news and on my mind I wanted to touch on. Um, first, last Saturday, I left to be the confines of upstairs studio here and went and did a live in-person presentation uh which was the first one i've done for for quite a while i was cutting back before covid and then covid happened but it was a chance to uh to present with uh kristen peterson friend and co-host of the show and that was great except <sighs> sunday um, I got sick because somebody brought some vile flu-like thing to the conference and got their their bugs all over me. I don't know who it was. I'm blaming Kristen. She needed a hug. Um, I'm not a hugger. I hugged Kristen and then I got sick. So it's got to be all her fault. So for for like four days, I was like achy and then chills and then fevery and it was it was very very icky. Um, so now I'm I'm feeling better and and I, I've just decided not to leave the house again is that a good choice Brett you think you think what I mean do each their own maybe because you haven't been exposed to anything in so long your immune system is just shot and like any like teeny tiny little virus made you feel much worse than it normally would have were you still that sounds that sounds very sciencey that's how <laughs> I don't just a guess <laughs> no that sounds that sounds about right maybe I should maybe I should get her out and be around humans more but uh, we'll work on that next thing I wanted to bring up is that uh Mihai Csikszentmihalyi died um you know this dude don't know. I'm sorry. Okay, so Csikszentmihalyi is his, his last name. Uh, he he's the he's he's called the father of flow theory, and so he was he was 88 years old, 87, 88 years old when he passed away. He uh, born in Hungary. Uh, I think he was a a 
prisoner of war during World War II, uh, emigrated to the United States, graduated from the University of Chicago, uh, taught someplace else, went back to the University of Chicago, but he's the, the father of flow. It's that you ever find yourself, maybe it's when you're scraping wallpaper or climbing one of those mountains where you find yourself kind of lost in time. You're, you're doing a thing you feel capable of, but challenged by it. And you're just kind of in the moment. Yeah. Uh, yeah. One, one example they use is, is, is sports. It's like, uh, there, there's this basketball, I'm not a sports guy, but, um, and you're young, but there, there used to be this basketball guy, Michael Jordan. Oh, I know who he is. Yeah. Yeah. So you, you, yeah. yeah. Okay. So, um, so, so Jordan would go into these, these zones, especially during playoff time and, and he would just get lost in the game and, and he was just performing, you're kind of performing at your best and, uh, but you feel challenged by it. Uh, uh, Mihai described it as a state in which people are are involved in an activity that nothing else seems to matter. The experience is so enjoyable that people will continue to do it even at great cost for the sheer sake of doing it. Um, and I think we should we should try to try to live our lives more in in states of flow. But it turns out that that children who are involved in real play. Um, that, that are deep into play are kind of experiencing flow as well. That kid who, who becomes Batman or becomes fully immersed in, in the mud pantry kitchen thing that they're running, those kind of things are, are flow moments. And so he was an amazing researcher. He, he would, uh, I think part of the research that they did is he gave like beepers. I think this was back in the 70s. They'd give beepers to people and notebooks. And when the beeper went off, they're supposed to describe what they were doing, what they were experiencing, what they were feeling. And the, the term flow came up. And they did this with, with machine shop workers running drill presses all day long and surgeons and rock climbers and musicians. And they all decide, described the state that they went into when they were feeling really tuned in and good at their jobs. Um, you ever have any feelings of flow moments? I probably do. Well, at first I thought like, how we're redoing our kitchen and I get really into like graphing out all the dimensions so I can plan it all where it's like, I don't know, like I decide to start this project at midnight and my boyfriend's like, Brett, come to bed. I'm like, no, I just need to finish graphing out where everything is because it like, it feels satisfying and good. I'm in that flow of like, you know, 18 and three quarters inches and writing it down and finding out how that fits on my little graph and that that's exactly what he's talking about and and it turns out when we're when we're in those moments we're we're making the most of our time we're more we're we're deeper into our own lives and it's a good place to be i gotta ask are you doing this graphing on uh on graph paper are you doing it on a tablet or something I love graph paper. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, it's stored. It's not right next to me. Otherwise I'd show you. Yeah. Oh, you're so old school. I love that. Um, so he will be missed. And I think early learning people could uh, dig into a little bit more about him if they're they're looking for more flow in their own lives or in their early learning settings. Uh, one book he wrote is called Flow, which is big and kind of more academic. The other one is called Finding Flow, which is uh, shorter and a lot more accessible. So that's a, a good starting point if you're looking at reading into into more flow and i also put up a a kind of uh, uh biography of him at the uh, playvolution hq site so he will be missed um got to check that off the list another thing i saw in the news the other day brett that in colorado mm -hmm. and i believe it was a middle school there were were teachers using blue painters tape to tape 
masks to the faces of students who weren't wearing their masks properly. Um, thoughts? Um, that's not okay. <laughs> I mean, yes, we need to practice wearing our masks properly, but you're not going to learn if it's taped to you. Or I feel like it's one thing to choose to tape a mask to your own face. It's another thing to have it forced on you. <laughs> I, I, I agree with all of that. For, and, and I think this is a real story. I found it a couple of places. I mean, it could be one of those internet hoax things that that's totally possible too. But the thing, but beside those things, the, the thing that really struck me was blue painter's tape. Um, it was handy maybe. It was handy, but that's not the right tape. Um, and I'm really disappointed at these teachers for their lack of tape knowledge. I think if you grew up to be a human, you, you should, an adult human, you should know, you should know which tape is right for the job. And blue painters tape is not the right tape for taping a mask to somebody's face. You should be, I mean, you could use, look, you could use cheap duct tape that would work a little bit better, but it still wouldn't work well. Um, a little bit more expensive, uh, duct tape with a, a good, uh, uh, tape back packing on it is, is going to be more active there. But I think the, the go-to tape needs to be a surgical or medical tape. That's the kind of stuff you're, you're using. Under your school nurse, they yeah. have a roll of medical tape and do it up yeah Yeah, because if you're going to tape a mask to somebody's face you want it to to stay there the blue stuff it's not very tacky it's going to start coming off right away you're going to have to go over to them put another layer on eventually it's going to be up over their eyeballs and nose and somebody's going to suffocate and die um which again is going to remove them from the problem in your classroom i guess if you're that kind of dick of a teacher um but really teachers out there if you're gonna if you're gonna abuse children with tape please start using the correct tape. I mean, that's not a lot to ask for. Um, so there's that one. Any any thoughts on the tape before we move on, Brett? I'm thinking, should I add medical tape to my tape collection in my classroom for when the children want to tape things to their bodies? I, so that I mean, they can also learn, because how can they learn if they don't have the materials? Yeah, right. It's, it's, it's about choosing the right tool for the job. I mean, we could do yeah. a whole episode on that. Um, so there's that. The last one I wanted to touch on, this is also a Colorado thing. Uh, two years ago, a child care provider was arrested when uh, cop, cops got a tip that she had uh, uh, 26 undocumented kids in her program. Uh, it, it was operating in the basement of the program. I think it was a, a home-based program. And there's kind of a, face, a fake wall situation even involved. And so this woman had 26 kids, uh, 12 of them under the age of two, crammed in her basement where they were hot and sweaty and dehydrated uh, with one or two caregivers uh, uh, with them when the cops kind of went in and they couldn't find the place, but they heard like kid music playing and kids fussing and they did some investigating and they, they found these kids, um, the caregiver, she was like, um, you know, the parents wanted care and that's why she did it. She was uh, just sentenced to six years in uh in prison for for that so anybody feels that they're they've got any struggles going on in their program maybe not that bad i guess uh thoughts on that i don't, uh, wow. I don't know as long as your ultimate goal is pure i don't feel like that should be that big a deal um <laughs> i don't know it reminds me of i don't know like the people who would like stow away children during like the, the nazi eras and all that uh, yeah, you're just trying to help. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, but I mean, uh, there's so much going, and and so 
man, unregulated care. There's so much going on there, but that's kind of an extreme. I know in, in our community here years ago, there was a, a caregiver. She had like 24 extra kids in her program. She had like babies sleeping in the bathtub and that kind of stuff. So a lot of shit going on out there. Um, so that's, I check that off my list. That's just some stuff that's been going on. I wanted to touch on what's our topic, Brett, now that we're 11 minutes into the show. I have something I want to show you from my house. So All right. I kind of, I don't know that I'm a collector, but I think this is something that you probably don't know a lot about, but will find it interesting. I have here a bunch of my makeup that is all from different pop culture things that I have purchased. <laughs> uh, pop culture makeup. Yeah, I don't know the right word for it, but it's like, it's called like collabs, where it's like this makeup brand collaborates with this, like, it's mostly TV shows and movies, I guess. Um, but this thing, it's all TV shows and movies, yeah. Um, and then they make like a little line of makeup. Because oh, of I, I, I did not know this existed. So I'm amazed and enthralled by the idea. So this is like, uh, a, this is like, um, making toothpaste and underwear for kids based on the new Batman movie or whatever they're doing or blues clues or that kind of stuff, but for makeup people. So yeah. it's, it's that- some of these are like throwbacks, which makes it even more exciting. So let me know what you want to dive into first. Oh, tell, tell, I mean, tell me more. Um, I mean, you, you have to, if you show me stuff, but also describe it so that, that listeners get into so the delight. The main, I will like give credit to the brand, the main brand who did all but one of these palettes that I have is ColourPop. Color is spelled the English way with a U and they're very affordable. If anybody's interested, I think most of the eyeshadow palettes are about $15, which is good for quality makeup. And here we can start with one of my throwback ones. I have a Lizzie McGuire makeup palette. I don't know if you remember her from the 90s. I've never watched it, heard of it. Um, oh, she was the best with Hillary Duff. So I have an eyeshadow palette and two blushes. Oh, and I forgot I have a, a lip gloss too. Now, do you have those from back in your younger Lizzie McGuire watching days? Or those no, this just came out a couple months ago. That's recent acquisitions. Okay, yeah. so so they're putting that on the market for for you specifically because you have warm fuzzy feelings about that show, mm-hmm. and and then as yeah, an Color adult Pop knows what they're doing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Cool. Um. So so when when it arrived, did you spend like an afternoon? Lizzie McGuiring yourself up? I did kind of, yeah. I mean, I try to, if I tell myself if I'm going to buy all this makeup, I have to use all of it. So I try to switch it up and use a little bit of it every day that I put makeup on. Um, But yeah, and then you watch it and then it's fun because like the names are related to like things that you would know from the show. So like the eyeshadow palette is called What Dreams Are Made Of, which is from the Lizzie McGuire movie. Hey now, hey now. Do you know that? I have no idea. No, swing, sing the whole thing though, please. <laughs> You're good. You don't need to know more. <laughs> but it's fun. And then like being like, oh, let me look. I'll put on, oh, outfit rememberer for one of my eyeshadow colors. And that's like a quote from the show that's notable. Outfit, so, out, out, outfit rememberer? Yeah, the bully was like giving Lizzie a hard time for being an outfit repeater. And Lizzie goes, well, you're an outfit rememberer. And that's even worse. 
<laughs> and at the time that felt really significant in my life. <laughs> so that's Lizzie and each palette, it's fun. Like they press it with little shapes. I don't know if you can see it, but there's like flowers and stars like pressed into the powder for the blushes and stuff, which just makes it more fun and on theme. I'm, 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 I'm almost speechless, but that doesn't make good podcast. Um, so that's delightful. So this, you, you find that, is this something you find in a, in a store or is this something you have to order online or? I buy them online, but I also live out in the sticks, but also <laughs> I think online's the best way to go. Cause I can show you my next one. Oh, sure. Sailor Moon. And when you look like it, when you bend it or move oh, it. Oh, yeah, it's one of those closes, hologram-y like type. Hologram. Yeah. And so the Sailor Moon one, I wanted to buy the whole collection, but it sold out so fast that I was only able to get the eyeshadow palette and this Moon Tiara lip gloss. So Moon Tiara lip gloss. Um, so Sailor Moon, I know, is anime. Yeah, I it was like one of those things, like one of those warm, fuzzy feeling things. I probably am not like the best Sailor Moon fan, but I enjoyed it enough to buy these things. <laughs> <laughs> and what level on a, on, a, on a scale of one to 10, what level of enjoyment is, is it, does it take to get you to buy that thing? Oh, I think, well, looking at what I have, it's like the warm, fuzzy feeling things, I guess. And so on a level of one to 10, it has to make me feel at least like an eight. I try to be reasonable. There's some things that I'm like, oh, do I need every part of the Lizzie McGuire collection? No. So I'll buy two blushes, an eyeshadow palette, and a lip gloss. <laughs> so I did hold myself back. There was more. <laughs> so, yeah. What, what else What else you got in the collection? Okay. I've got three more um, like brands. Next one I'll show you. This is the last throwback one, but we've got the Powerpuff Girls. Okay, now that Powerpuff Girls, I know um, my daughter loved the Powerpuff love Girls. Them. I love the Powerpuff Girls. That's a, I mean, it's a hell of a cartoon. Um, and uh, we had a, who's the green one? Uh, Buttercup. Buttercup. Okay, we had a Buttercup Top costume. Yeah, we had a Buttercup costume. I think that Zoe might have got for Halloween one year or something. But then it went to live in the uh, the family childcare program, and and one little boy, Jack loved loved wearing the uh the powerpuff girl dress and being being buttercup um and his his parents were a little bit concerned and i'm like no big deal um right. and now jack is is in his 20s and and uh, a, a happy human being um right, uh, may or may not still be wearing a powerpuff uh girl dress uh doesn't really matter if he's enjoying himself uh jack if you're listening um i, I doubt that you are good to good to good memories buddy um and and so did you watch all were you all into the into the power i watched, girls? i loved the powerpuff girls i was a bubbles personally um <laughs> And I remember when I was like five or so, the Powerpuff Girls movie came out in theaters. And so I have me, my brother and sister, they're both younger than me. And like our reward for cleaning our rooms or like actually cleaning them that week or something was we got to go see the movie. But then my sister and I didn't clean our rooms. So then my brother and mom were like, well, we have to follow through. So my brother and mom went and saw the Powerpuff Girls movie without my sister and I to teach us a lesson. Oh. But neither of them actually wanted to see the movie. It was like mostly for my sister and I. 
Oh, so many questions. Did they really go to the movie? I think so, because I think it's like one of the things my brother talks about is like, mom and I are sitting there. My brother's like four, you know, but he's uh-huh. like, neither of us wanted to be there. But <laughs> there we are watching Powerpuff Girls movie. Uh, I mean, they could have, I mean, they could have went someplace else and told they, you there they were other the options that would yeah. have been but no i i, I admire your your mother's uh, follow-through because <laughs> a lot i mean hell adults make those threats all the time or or make those deals and then they don't follow through and nobody learns anything did you ever get to see the movie or are you still wanting i feel like we probably rented it from blockbuster at some point <laughs> well i think it's good that you didn't get to go because you probably didn't have powerpuff girl makeup back then and mm-hmm. and so you would have i mean all the other other five-year-olds would have kind of looked askew at you if you weren't made up like uh, I wouldn't have looked right for the occasion yeah yeah so it's probably it's probably good that that didn't happen um did you clean your room the next time there was a deal made for a you can tell you (laughs) I have no idea (laughs) not my strong suit did the Powerpuff Girls wear a lot of makeup well so there's some debate about I think their eyes are the colors the blue pink and green yeah um but I feel like when people do Powerpuff Girl makeup, they'll just do it with those colors. And if you look at this palette inside, it's got all those colors. So you could really make yourself look like a you Powerpuff could. Girl. I don't I don't wear a lot of makeup, Brett. I don't know if you know this about me, but I don't wear a lot of makeup. Um, but those are some really bright makeup colors. Oh, it's so fun. I have found a tip for educators out there. If you're having trouble connecting with a young child, wear purple mascara and they will want to talk to you. Okay, I'm going to I'm going to put that on my list. It's going to be weird the, the I'm going to um, um okay. Um maybe I it's won't give it a try. Or blue, just an odd color and then when you're talking to them, they'll like you'll notice them looking at your eyelashes like, "Oh, did you notice that my eyelashes are purple today?" And then like, "Yeah," and then it just like helps the conversation flow where suddenly they're connected to you because you had purple eyelashes one time. I'll I'll, I'll give it a try. What else you got? Uh, well, I just want to say that oh. one of my favorite things about the Powerpuff Girls one uh-huh. is they have two blushes and the names are Fighting Crime and Saving the World, like from the theme song. Uh, blush is stuff you put on your cheeks? On your cheeks, yeah. Okay, and blushes one looked like, red and one had a blue label on it. Does that mean well, it's that's blue? that's the labels. One's okay, kind of not... like a deep pink and one's like a orange. Okay. And it's kind of when you do your blush, you might put it in different spots on your cheeks, depending on the effect you're desiring. Should should I maybe start wearing some some blush? Um, if you want, uh, like a big trend in blush right now is like a sun kissed blush look, where you actually put it like on your nose and out over onto your the apples of your cheeks, so it looks like you have like a little sunburn. Uh, okay, apples of your cheek. That's those the From, the like big, where your bumpy... cheekbones are. Okay. I'm, I'm learning so much, Brett. This is exactly what I wanted to do with these episodes. Um, great. Um, and and orangey, wouldn't that make me look kind of sick? Doesn't the orange make you look kind of sickly or is that? No, well, it depends on like your skin tone and stuff too. But I find that I have freckles. I don't know if you can tell on the screen, but like, so an orange kind of matches with my skin tone. Okay. And you can do whatever you want. Like makeup does not need to look natural. Make, makeup needs to look how you want it to look. Sure. <laughs> back, back in back in the olden days, um, ever heard of Tammy Faye Baker? Oh, I know the name. I couldn't place it. Yeah, so her husband was one of those TV evangelist guys, and and they got some. Uh, uh, he was uh, uh, he wasn't practicing what he preached, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, 
got in the uh, in trouble with I, I think it was uh, prostitutes, but you know, each to their own. Um, and Tammy would go on on TV and cry and lots of uh, lots of blue eyeshadow and running mascara. Tammy was a she yeah. would have she would have liked the Powerpuff Girl makeup, I think. Oh, she would, I'm sure. Yeah, they've got some deep bubbles blues in there. Yeah. <laughs> um, my next two are more like current things, but I have, oh, I'm trying to think which one I want to say for last. I have one that's more current, but one that's bigger. Which one would you rather see first? Oh, bigger. I have my Game of Thrones. <laughs> So the cool thing about this one is in the box, it has um, different pop-up features. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Listeners, this is thrown and there's different quotes. Never forget what you are. The rest of the world will not wear it like armor and it can never be used to hurt you. Tyrion Lannister. Oh my gosh, listeners, this is like one of those pop-up books for the kids is this uh, Iron Throne just popped up out of this makeup box. Um, So you can, who are you make, who, what? I was going to ask if, oh my gosh, uh, I didn't know this was part of the world. Um, and I was It gonna- was. Well, so what happened was the last season of Game of Thrones was coming out. So they put out all this different, like, makeup and marketing stuff and then people hated the last season so i think they just quickly like hush hush like took it all away Ooh, so it's a collector's item i think i throw what Probable. i spent on it yeah <laughs> <laughs> tell, tell me what you spent on it it was like 70 dollars. oh my god <laughs> um okay um i was gonna ask jokingly if there was a game of thrones one and then you pulled it up and my my mind was blown um so that's delightful um who who are their signature colors for different characters oh it's really cool i think this is one of my favorite palettes just because it's so cool so what they have is at the top you have um, like beyond the wall, like it says, like hard oh, home, sure. White Walker, different those kind of places. I think this one is the Starks below that with Winterfell is this main color, and then the colors have cool names like the Weirwood leaves and Nymeria. Then below that we have our golds and reds for King's Landing and the Lannisters, where you have the Red Keep, House Lannister. Yep, oh. and then the last one would be the Targaryen colors, where it has Bay of Dragons. Dothraki, Stormborn, yeah, bend the knee. So it's more. It, <laughs> so it's 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 more regions of. Uh, yeah, of, it's kind of divided by region. Yeah. Okay. I, I I dig that. I also didn't think the uh, the last season was too bad. I kind of like the way it kind of wrapped up. I mean, it could have been another six episodes, but they, that they just rushed shows things. that you were not part of like the social media world. People were PO'd. Yeah, well, people are assholes. You know, what are you going to do? Um, I mean, and I mean, it could have it could have been longer. They could have done more episodes. And I know I know uh, HBO was, was going to throw money at them to do more episodes if they wanted to. But I mean, you put that many years of your life into making something. Sometimes it's time to time to move on. So I, I get yeah, that. Yeah, but, but there were things that were like foreshadowed, but never like came to light. And yeah. What, what did you hate most about the last season? Well, so I didn't love Bran being the king. It just seemed a little silly. Um, I also feel like we never found out like why the heck the White Walkers make those like images out of corpses. Yeah, the the meat collages. Yeah, we never found out what that was for. They just did it for a whole series and, and then just let it be. 
Well, I think you can't just walk around being a zombie all the time. I mean, what do you they need do? To do something creative with your time? Yeah, I mean, they you you walk or you walk around looking menacing, and and then you you got to stop once in a while, take a breath, kind of uh, unwind, and maybe they found flow moments in 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 building uh, mosaics out of horses' heads and and limbs. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It was. It's probably uh, uh, I guess, yeah, but they that could work. It just would have been nice if it, it was explained a little bit because we were under the impression that it would have some like magic yeah, meaning. Or, something to do. Yeah. or maybe it was supposed to be because remember there was like the children of the forest or whatever, and they would make those kind of shapes too. Maybe it was supposed to say because they're descendants of them. I just thought of that. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> well, we, well, I'm sure we'll have a Game of Thrones episode at some point, but I think, I mean, it could have been better, and there's there's going to be there's there's going to be more more related episode seasons or shows. Yeah, coming, the right? House House of Dragons or something. Yeah, so, yeah. I saw. I, I looked at the uh, the trailer thing, and it it looked kind of boring. <sighs> Didn't look yeah. very exciting. What's the other one you got? My last one is super cute. It's Baby Yoda palette. <laughs> <laughs> And it was before he had a name, so it is Baby Yoda Palette, not Grogu. Uh, okay, I haven't watched that. That's the Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. Ah, look at me knowing something. Uh, but I haven't watched it. It's supposed it's supposed to be good though, huh? It's fun. We liked it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I gave up. I'm not on a Star huge Wars. Star Wars person, but I enjoyed watching it. I've seen all the Star Wars. I'm just not. I don't know like the lore. So this is when you want to dress up like a nine, a baby, a baby Jedi. What I mean, lots of lots of greens and earth tones there. Yes, there are, which works well for my eye color. Um, it's just so cute. Like it, it is, see? it is cute. It's got the little baby Yoda on little the cover. nine color palette, and the names are like sipping soup. Yep, just like a Tatooine. It's fun. Does well, does Baby Yoda sip a lot of soup? He does. There's like a famous meme of him sipping soup. Oh, I bet it's so cute. With his tiny hands. Yeah. Uh, after, <laughs> anything, anything that's with uh, with tiny hands. That's uh, uh, I mean Kermit the Frog drinking tea. That's one too, isn't it? Yeah. 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 That's the thing. Um, so <clears throat> I'm looking for for real world um stuff here you're say uh you and the boyfriend are gonna go out to dinner or to home depot to look at things for the kitchen remodel Mm -hmm. um how long how long are you spending applying um i I mean do you have to decide oh am i feeling yoda-y or lizzie mcguire-ish um what do i what do i what do i'll do that or i'll be like which of these have i not used in a minute like yesterday i did the powerpuff girls one because I, I have a ton of makeup, by the way, if you didn't catch on. So I've <laughs> kind of like be like, okay, which of these hasn't yeah, been loved in a little while? Let me do something with it. And it encourages me to be creative every morning while I think of something new to do and have fun with it. Does he ever roll his eyes waiting for you to get done with the makeup part? Not for like Home Depot, but we had a little tiff the other weekend because what I was, I had this really cute idea. I was going to do like a dark green wing on my eyes, but I had to use an eyeshadow to do it. But no matter how hard I tried, it wasn't going well. And it was going to look so cute while we were doing the corn maze. 
Um, and we ended up late for the corn maze because I couldn't get my wing to go right. And I had to just scrap that and do something else. So that's happened. Uh, yeah, I, I ran around with this girl back in high school who was way into the, didn't, I mean, there wasn't, this was the eighties. There wasn't Yoda makeup. Um, I spent a lot of time waiting. And I, I think one of the reasons Tasha and I are happily married is, uh, she is is not into the into the makeup because that that just works. Um, mm-hmm. but, but I mean that could be a time thing. So I, I think this is a this is this is great. This is all about marketing. This is I mean all of that stuff is is marketing to marketed to the stuff that you're already into, mm-hmm. and and to pull this all back to early learning. This is going on constantly with kids. Um. And I think, well, for you as an adult, it's kind of fun and creative and that kind of stuff. For kids, it can be kind of counterproductive, um, especially when it comes to toys, Mm -hmm. because a a lot of the toy, I mean, kids will watch, they'll be into a video game or a television show or a movie or whatever it is, a character. And then they're like sponsored. Uh, Back in the day, it was, I I know kids that had the Blue's Clues uh, bed sheets and underwear and toothbrush and toothpaste and Halloween costumes made a little resurgence too oh no they had the 25th anniversary and they brought back all three hosts and Steve was like I missed you and like it broke everyone's heart well not everyone my my heart's fully intact a lot of hearts were crushed (laughs) as we missed Steve too and he said he was proud of us so so kids are bought into that and and so there's a lot of money spent on that kind of stuff and you know I'm a capitalist Uh, go make a buck that's great but I think we we kind of companies kind of uh really take advantage of those those warm fuzzy feelings mm-hmm. and in the early learning world it's maybe not always a a positive a positive thing um because it, it does start this clickiness among preschoolers um and and when we're living in a world where there are in in different programs there are different uh you know economic levels of of families and different programs mm-hmm. there's kind of a have and have not kind of situation going on sometimes and it can get kind of kind of emotionally and and philosophically mucky huh right i have a question so do you think it's still play if the children's play is just repeating like a Disney movie they saw? Mm, well, it's not a look if they're if it meets Gray's five conditions of play, it is. If it's self-selected, if they if they're making right. the rules, if they're they're in this uh, the state separated from reality, if it's about the process, all those kind of things. Yeah, absolutely, it is. And um, I think kids maybe a lot of times they 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 use that kind of stuff as a jumping-off point mm-hmm. for for their play, and then they they let it they bring in other themes related to to other things going on in their lives. But, you know, I've, I've, I've met caregivers. Uh, I met a woman uh, years ago at a, at a conference. We're talking uh, this uh, fr- frozen. That's the thing, right? Yeah. Um, oh, so yeah. who's the, yeah. Elsa. Um, and so this little girl, she, she always had to play frozen and she always had to be Elsa and it was driving the caregiver crazy because she, she thought maybe, you know, she had this wide open environment full of loose parts and time and space. And, and all this little girl wanted to do was repeat frozen, but, um, 
I told her, you know, eventually she's going to move on. She's not going to be doing that when she's 14, probably. And, yeah. and if she is, then that's what she's into too, probably. Right. Um, if she's, if she's functioning the world, I mean, if she's functioning in the world when she's 14 and all she cares about is Elsa, that's, that's just a way of being in the world. Um, cool. Yeah. But most kids, they go through that stuff and they outgrow it. Um, what I, what I really dislike about a lot of that stuff is, is, is it does for some kids limit their own creativity because they're relying so much on the creativity of the people who created the, yeah. the thing. Um, if you're into Batman and you have a Batman figurine, most kids can't use that Batman figurine as anything but Batman because they're yeah. so locked into the, the, uh, the, the theme, the, the lore of Batman. Uh, so it takes a kid who's really experienced as a player to take Batman and turn that Batman figurine into Wonder Woman, for example. Right. But they could uh, also take Batman and you know like what does batman do like after he's done fighting crime and sometimes you'll walk by and be like oh look at batman's cooking up a nice meal yeah 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 batman's in the kitchen batman's uh lounging in the hot tub with naked barbie you know whatever it yeah. is that stuff goes all kinds of ways um i think with your your makeup stuff i think that is actually more more playful uh than than a lot of the stuff that gets marketed at kids because there there is the choice it, it, it's it's a palette and what you yeah. create with it um it's not telling me how to use it i yeah. mean some of them say despite being an eyeshadow palette it says it's not safe to be near your eyes um <laughs> but but besides that it's not telling me how to use it wait 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 you it's you on the sailor moon one a couple of these colors aren't let me see they're eyeshadows and they're not safe they're not yeah miracle romance and mare serena tatis are not safe for eyes because the glitter is so thick but they're eyeshadows well it's on an eyeshadow palette but i think if you put it like around your eyes just not like on your maybe lid. you use it for the wings yeah yeah something like that uh-huh. or it's just if it gets in your eye i think something about the powder or the glitter will yeah yeah a little bit of uh, plastic or glass on your eyeball probably isn't, yeah. isn't a good thing um brett you have opened up a, a wide world for me um i'm i'm probably not gonna go try any of those makeups but i feel like i'm a, I'm a more complete human knowing that they existed because you you totally blew my mind especially with the game of Thrones ones that's and, and are there are there others out there are there like um uh a survivor is there a survivor there's no survivor, but ColourPop did just come out with their latest line is all different NBA teams. They have like a bunch of like, I don't, I don't follow sports, but yeah, like each team has a palette. Sure. Or a bunch, like six of them do, the six biggest teams. To, to harken back to our last episode together, is there a Harry Potter collection? There are some, I don't, there's never been ones that speak to me enough for me to make a purchase mm. and also there's i try not to buy like harry potter like wb stuff anymore because some of that stuff money goes to jk rowling and she said some things i don't care for mm. and you got a kitchen to remodel right oh yeah that too <laughs> yeah brett this has been amazing thank you for sharing uh any final thoughts before we wrap it up 
If I ever meet you in person, I'll bring my makeup. Oh, great. Um, and, and you can apply some and we will, we will take pictures that somebody can post on the social media since I don't go there anymore. That would be delightful. Um, uh, if I, if I ever go in, in public again and get sick again, um, that's, that's what I hope, hope is happening. I'm getting makeup put on this has been the child care bar and grill podcast. Thanks for listening. Uh, if you have a television show, uh, makeup, uh, thoughts or ideas, share it in the, in the chat with this, uh, this episode back soon. Bye-bye. Bye. This has been an Explorations Early Learning Upstairs Studio production. Oh.